Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to CBS News Roundup ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Bad and predicted to get worse. We are in a war right now, and the virus is winning. President fires election security chief. He was so vocal in disputing President Trump's false claims. FAA set to clear 737 MAX. One U.S. carrier says it intends to fly before the end of the year. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan. With the CBS World News Roundup, there's a grim prediction from doctors on the White House Coronavirus Task Force. Up to 2,000 COVID deaths in this country a day by Christmas. There were more than 1,700 yesterday, and global virus deaths hit a new single-day high, 10,816. A task force report obtained by CBS News calls the spread of the virus aggressive and unrelenting. Here's CBS's David Begno. With parts of Newark, New Jersey reporting 50% test positivity, the wait in line to get tested can be several hours. You don't know if you're going to be able to get tested or not. Mayor Razbarakis says cities like his are barely getting by without the funding and guidance of the federal government. Cities are trying to do what they can. It's just a free-for-all out here because there was no national strategy. That free-for-all is exactly what Dr. Anthony Fauci warns is going to complicate not only the response of the current wave of new cases, but the eventual distribution of vaccines. We need some fundamental public health measures that everyone should be adhering to. He calls the state-by-state response disjointed despite the best efforts. And every day the death toll continues to climb. Lindsay Wooten says her mother father and grandfather were all in the same hospital with coronavirus. I was sitting in my mom's hospital room. I called my grandpa and I put him on speakerphone and he said, Trey, I'm dying. And she said, dad, I am too. And he said, then I'll look for you in heaven. Wooten says before the virus tore through her family, she was one of those who didn't think COVID-19 was all that real. Me, I was one of those that said, this is no different than a cold or the flu. And I was proven wrong, not once, not twice, but three times. I'm Peter King in Orlando. An Orange County strike team report shows 11 Orlando area bars didn't enforce social distancing, mask wearing, or most other CDC recommendations this past weekend. County Mayor Jerry Deming says the bar owners do need to earn a living. But I also say that they have a responsibility to not just protect their livelihoods, but to protect lives. Problem is, an executive order from the governor allows bars and restaurants to operate at 100% capacity and doesn't allow local communities to penalize them. Local health officials say the area is in the middle of its worst spike in 15 weeks. Federal regulators have approved emergency use of the first rapid coronavirus test that can be done at home. 
It delivers results in about a half an hour. But CBS's Dr. David Agus notes the test does require a prescription from a doctor. This is a big milestone. It's not clear how many of the tests the company can make and how it will be distributed. But certainly this will make testing easier and potentially enable um, more interactions at home for people who are at higher risk. Pfizer says this morning its vaccine candidate first reported at 90 percent effective is now more like 95 percent effective. And there's praise on Twitter for Dolly Parton. Her one million dollar research contribution earlier this year went to the Moderna vaccine candidate that reported strong results on Monday. The longest-serving Republican senator and third in line of presidential succession has the coronavirus. 87-year-old Iowan Chuck Grassley missed votes yesterday in the Senate for the first time in nearly three decades. President Trump, who's called the election he lost a fraud, has taken action against a top official who called the vote the most secure in American history. White House correspondent Weijia Jiang. Department of Homeland Security official Christopher Krebs became the latest member of the administration to be fired by tweet. Last night, President Trump posted that he terminated Krebs as director of the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency. You should have confidence in the integrity of the process. Krebs has publicly defended the integrity of the 2020 election. Just last week, his former agency signed on to a statement contradicting the president's baseless claims about election interference. Krebs' firing came as new election drama unfolded in Michigan. A public Zoom call turned tense after two Republican canvassers in Wayne County, which includes Detroit, initially blocked the move to certify election results. Shame on you. You have disavowed your right to even sit in the seat that you occupy. The canvassers claimed votes in the polling book did not match the tabulated votes, but officials say that discrepancy can be common when turnout is high, and it doesn't necessarily mean votes were improperly cast or counted. President Trump praised the attempt to challenge certification, tweeting having courage is a beautiful thing. But minutes later, the panel changed course, unanimously certifying the presidential results. Representing a client in a courtroom for the first time in nearly three decades, Rudy Giuliani tried to make the case in Pennsylvania that the election was stolen from President Trump. He made unsubstantiated allegations and got the judge's name wrong at one point. Tuesday is the deadline for Pennsylvania to certify its vote. Before he leaves office, President Trump wants to cut U.S. troop levels in Afghanistan and Iraq. CBS's Cammie McCormick says that's raised fears beyond the Pentagon. The U.N.'s top official for refugees says if the peace process collapses in Afghanistan, there will be a humanitarian disaster. The violence has been increasing there in the last few months. In Iraq, where American forces will also be reduced, the announcement was met by a volley of rockets into Baghdad's green zone, where the U.S. embassy sits. Today, the FAA is expected to give Boeing's troubled 737 MAX the go-ahead for takeoff. CBS News transportation correspondent Chris Van Cleve. At the center of the redesign is the MCAS anti-stall system linked to both accidents. 
The changes agreed upon by regulators from around the world add redundancy to the sensors that can trigger MCAS while limiting how that system operates so it should no longer be able to overpower a flight crew. The ungrounding is unwelcome news for the families of the 346 killed in the MAX crashes. Passengers should look to fly on a different plane. Michael Stumo lost his daughter on Ethiopian 302. There is not yet enough redundancy and modernization of the systems to guard against a third crash. There's major flooding in parts of Nicaragua and Honduras from Hurricane Iota. Communication has been cut off to some washed-out towns. In some cases, people were still evacuating low-lying areas when the big storm hit. There's word of more than 170 arrests in recent months in a sex trafficking investigation in Florida. Tallahassee Police Chief Lawrence Ravel says it began in 2018 when they looked into the sexual exploitation of a teenage girl. Two years of investigative work yielded the arrest that you are seeing here today. 72 suspects were charged with misdemeanors. 106 suspects were charged with felonies. There's nothing quite like a Mardi Gras parade in New Orleans. And because of the pandemic, next year will be nothing like it usually is. All parades have been canceled. Mayor LaToya Cantrell says they'll try to decide what should be done instead. All alternatives to celebrating Mardi Gras are due in by December 5th. It's not an Oscar, but it's a big deal. I lived my entire life waiting for this moment. I trained, I lied, I killed. And Black Panther actor Michael B. Jordan says it's cool that he was selected as People Magazine's Sexiest Man Alive. A French school has made an unusual request in an effort to head off possible injuries to kids. The Trelade Elementary School put up signs outside of its gate showing a cartoon with a person tossing a small child in the air over a locked gate. The text includes a danger sign and asks parents not to toss their children over its six-foot-tall fence if they are running late. The school says tardy parents have resorted to throwing their small children over the gate if they have missed the 8.30 a.m. deadline. The principal says she's had enough of irresponsible parents amid increased security measures and says it's only a matter of time before a child is injured. Allison Keyes, CBS News. In this country, a new report says more than a million infants, children, and teens have come down with the coronavirus since the pandemic began. That's more than 11% of all cases. The president of the American Academy of Pediatrics calls it staggering and tragic. That's the CBS World News Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. If you like CBS News Roundup, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. The Hargan women seem to have it all. From the outside looking in, we were blessed. My mom was amazing. But as detectives would soon learn, there was a lot going on inside the Hargan household. Ashley and I have been calling my mom and the house and Helen. No one's answering. 63-year-old Pamela Hargan gunned down in her own home. Her youngest daughter, Helen, lay dead upstairs. Patrol, when they arrived, assumed or thought that there might have been a murder-suicide. But for the detectives on the scene... There were things about the scene itself that were concerning to us on day one. Who would want to kill their mother and their little sister? There is no boogeyman here. It is exactly who we think it is. I'm Peter Vance Sat from 48 Hours. This is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings.
Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings early and ad-free on the 48 Hours Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts. Survivor's back and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist, a new co-host, the winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares. Hi! Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast.